unless you're investing a large amount into it to ha- make it happen in, let's say, three months, let's say six months, your whole organization is going to change, right? Like you're going to get, um, you know, a new CEO is going to be brought in. A different, um, you know, in today's world, the pandemic will happen and now everything will shift. And all of that work that you did to try to set up this big bang will just change from underneath you. Hello, and welcome back to Make Others Successful, a podcast about modernizing your workplace and improving your organization's communication, collaboration, and business process automation. Today, we're going to be talking about the topic of iterative intranets. We've built our fair share of intranets over the years, and we find that our clients often want to go after a big bang approach with their intranet, where they launch everything all at one time and they get everything ready and celebrate and that part of it is great but the process of getting all the pieces in place and having everything all organized and up to date while the internet is being built is quite the task so we have a few ideas as to why this might not be the best idea and why you might want to go after a phased approach for your internet please enjoy the conversation with mike bodell and matt dressel matt what do we think about this this is uh, something you and I have been involved in helping organizations build intranets or manage intranets or migrate intranets for the better part of 15 years uh, at some level. So uh, most of that time we've spent uh, doing that stuff with SharePoint or Microsoft related technologies. Um, and we've kind of experienced a variety of levels of success depending on involvement, our involvement or depending on uh, the customer's level of skill or engagement, uh, both with us and then once we move on and, and go somewhere else and help someone else. Um, so what is it? What is an iterative intranet and why, uh, why do we think that that's important? So I think uh, intranets in general, one of the biggest challenges that people have is they turn it into something bigger than it needs to be. Um, and what I mean by that isn't that they are adding more features. What I mean is they think about it as they think about perhaps a brand new launch to their uh, public website, right? Uh, and they think of it as I need to get everything that I had on my old site or everything, let's say they didn't have a real site that had a bunch of sections. I need it to be perfect so I can do a bunch of marketing on it and I can get sales for it. And it really needs to be 100% ready. All the content needs to be there. All the, uh, you know, the, the marketing language needs to be there. Uh, that isn't a great approach for an intranet for a couple different reasons. Number one, organizations traditionally don't have dedicated people that are focused on understanding and implementing the content for an intranet. More often than not, it is someone's second job, someone's third job that they're doing, especially when you get beyond maybe the high level content, right? Um, So maybe they have somebody in the marketing department or in a internal communications department that's doing some of the top level uh, content. But then when you, as you get further down into departments and areas and whatever that might be, you have people who are just the manager of a group or just the manager of doing this thing and they don't understand the difference between communication, collaboration, and what messaging they really want to 
wrap around what it is that they do in the organization. And so, and most of those people won't really understand what they really need until they start doing it. So when you get that deep into the organization, you're letting those people be involved in adding content because that's often what happens, right? Mm-hmm. When you have a large organization, you can't have two people just do it all. So you try to spread that, that load. Um, what you're indicating, and, and I, I think I've seen this many times, is people that don't really understand the purpose of the internet as a communications platform. Um, look at all of the stuff that they think might be useful to their team and others who interact with them in the organization, and they just dump it all out there. For sure, and and on top of that, if they don't have a good example or a good working usage of other areas on the portal, it's difficult for them to understand what you're really asking them to do. So what as it relates to an iterative approach to doing intranets, we really recommend starting small, starting with something that you can launch and get people using and get people used to, right? So a lot of times we talk about news. News is an untapped resource that doesn't take a lot to do and doesn't uh, have a huge impact on the business. So let's say today I'm sending out a newsletter to my whole company once a week with a bunch of news, right? It does not take much to stand up one or two or three SharePoint sites with news and start adding news to them and change that email that I sent to point to these news articles. Mm -hmm. And for most people, when they use it, they're not going to really notice very much of a difference, but they're going to start thinking in their mind, oh, I went to the site and I can see last week's news and the week before's news and the week before's news, and I can see the other this other stuff. That's kind of cool. And so, so news is easy to create. It's valuable to people who mm-hmm. care about where the organization is going and what everyone's doing. Um, and because of that, it creates a draw to the internet, Correct. right? And so then people are going there more regularly. They get used to it. Um, and then as that becomes a draw, you can start to think about adding things on. Yeah. But even in that case, I wouldn't necessarily say that I launched an internet from a sure. marketing perspective. Because a lot of people, what they get hung up on is, well, I want to launch this thing. I don't want to have a launch party. I want to celebrate to the world that we launched an internet. We just did news. It's not enough to call it an internet. Why? So don't. Start getting the value out of that news piece, but don't get hung up on saying this is the internet, right? So I'm going to throw one at you here. Um, that makes complete sense if I'm thinking of a clean slate mm-hmm. organization yeah. that is like, hey, we're new to Office 365. We have SharePoint. We want to figure out how to use it. What's a good way to get started? Yep. We think we need an intranet because that'll be a better communications platform. But what should we do? Right. And they have nothing to work from. What about that organization that's large and they've got an intranet already yeah. and they either don't like it because uh, the content doesn't make sense and, it, and there's a lot of collaboration content on there that shouldn't be there or they can't find anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but everything's there, right? Somebody knows where it is, but I don't know who that person is. Mm -hmm. Uh, So what do you say to that organization who says, I need to have a big bang because I need all that stuff that I have there to show up in the new home? Yeah, I still wouldn't try. I would still try to recommend they go against a big bang. I wouldn't start with with news. That wouldn't be the place. News would probably be one of the last things that I move. Um, But let's take an organization that does, um, let's say they don't have a lot of department level. So um, it's a bigger organization, but they don't have an intranet section for a particular group, let's say. But they have, let's say they have um, benefits and mm-hmm. um, career and um, maybe a section talking about their culture and mm-hmm. what they're doing, right? Um, you know, 
there's no reason you can't take pieces of that and start to move it and modify the linking between the two, right? So let's say that open, you know, this time of year, that right now, you know, this might be around forever. This right now is in October. It's getting close to when open enrollment is for most organizations, right? Yep. Uh, so let's say that's happening. Take this opportunity. Build out your benefit section and an open enrollment section in the mm -hmm. new platform. Link to it. Have backlinking as best you can, right? Um, do it. Start. Make it happen. I would strongly encourage you start to move in that direction. A part of the reason being, especially for even a bigger, like it's a for smaller organizations, you can think, oh, it's more nimble. I don't have as many people to talk to. Um, but also for large organizations, that big bang approach is even worse because unless you're investing a large amount into it to ha make it happen in, let's say, three months, let's say six months, your whole organization is going to change, mm -hmm. right? Like you're going to get, um, you know, a new CEO is going to be brought in. A different, um, you know, in today's world, the pandemic will happen and now everything will shift. And mm -hmm. all of that work that you did to try to set up this big bang will just change from underneath you. Every business needs to communicate well to keep leadership, managers, and employees connected. We've gathered together strategies and tactics into the internal communication guidebook. These are the same we use when we're advising clients. Cut through the noise and improve your workplace, available to order now. You'll find that at viaworkplace.com. That's viaworkplace.com. Now, back to our conversation. So what I'm hearing you say is, uh, Look at the landscape. Look at what's coming. Mm -hmm. Choose something that's high value, low hanging fruit. Will be compartmentalized a, will be a, a little bit. Win. Uh, compartmentalized. Like I want to yep. touch on that as well. And then like move those things as your as your starter. But then have a plan for attacking the bigger body of content. Yeah, a piece, a piece at a time. And one of the things that I I was hoping you would touch on is that compartmentalization because prior to SharePoint Online. Mm -hmm. uh, and the way that Microsoft recommends information architecture today, everything was site collection with subsites underneath it, mm -hmm. which made things very difficult to, to move, move and around, migrate yeah. and things like that. But now, with the recommendation of your information architecture being dedicated site collections for either purpose or for specific teams so that you can put secure boundaries around those, you can actually take a piece of that content out of your old intranet, put that into its own little container, and then as things change, as you just mentioned, that Move whole around. piece can yeah. be moved around however you need it to be moved around and you haven't lost that effort. So the two things I'll mention about that is that doesn't, I'm not gonna fool anybody, that doesn't make it easier to start with, right? You're still going from a world where you had all this stuff in one big container to now making multiple containers that you would have this stuff in. That's a big lift and shift. Uh, the, the, the sunny spot is going forward, that is a lot easier, mm -hmm. right? Like. Yep. Um, Yes, it will be burdensome to start with, but once you have that moved, if you need to rework something in the in the in a particular area, swapping it in and out of the the from the hub, right, is not that difficult. It can be very very beneficial in that regard. Um, and I think um, so. The other thing you mentioned was uh, we talked about large organizations and what they do. Um, in so we, the terms that I use are. Iterative is like literally I'm going to maybe maybe every month be launching a new thing or doing a new thing. There is another approach that is the one that I really would recommend for more larger enterprise, which is a phased approach, which is 
more structured than I'm just doing work and trying to get something new out there every month and more saying, we're going to do benefits and then we're going to do, um, you know, maybe we're going to do the human resource area or the, or the, um, you know, about us section and culture section. Right. Um, and once we get those two things done, we'll launch the intranet, right. As it is, or maybe once we get enough, we'll switch it to be the primary intranet will be the new and the old will have several things that are kept, you know, that are still being used from it, but it's largely, um, you know, removed. Um, that's the type of thing that I would approach for most larger size, size enterprises that aren't willing to invest a large amount of money to do this quickly, right? There's still going to be those people that absolutely have to do everything all at once. You can do it. It's just going to cost you a lot of money if you want to do it right. Either because you need to do it quickly, like I have to bring in outsource, like a lot of hands, a lot of people to make this happen for the three months that we're going to do this work or six months that we're going to do this work. Um, or because it's going to take you a year and a half to do it. And there's a whole nother level of expense that goes into that, right? Um, having these people and these multiple updates and making sure it's all in sync and making sure you're really ready for when you really want to launch. Mm -hmm. um, so there are still like, they are, there are reasons to do them, but for the vast majority of people, iterative, phased. One of those should work for you. And so then I would, the, I was just thinking as you were talking about that, uh, it occurred to me that we should remind everyone that uh, just, you know, let's say you take an iterative approach to your internet, right? Um, and you're thinking that, well, I'm going to take that iterative approach and that's going to take me through these, you know, six phases yeah. and then I'm going to be done. No. The answer is, yeah, nope, no, you're not going to be done. No. Right? You have to have a plan for after that final phase right? You, you mentioned what it comes when, next. You mentioned it when we started. Um, and I forgot to talk about it, um, about what the biggest problem people have with intranets. The biggest problem is engagement, mm -hmm. getting people to use it. If I never update my benefits section, it's not going to be very engaging. When somebody first hires on, they're going to use it. And if they ever need to go back and look at some of their benefits, they'll use it beyond that. It's like, what's the point, right? Right. right. If you're using it to deliver your uh, your financial statements, if you're using it to deliver your, uh, you know, a message from all the directors or leadership on a regular basis, if you use it, if, you, if you're doing stuff with it all yep. the time, it's going to be relevant. Well, if you're doing stuff with it, it's going to have to change because the way that we're doing financial reporting is going to change. When we talk about our initiatives for the year, that's going to change, right? Yep. Things are going to change. You're going to re need to reshuffle it and you need to spend the time to do that. Yep. Does it need to be you know, a huge undertaking? No, it shouldn't be, right? No, but we it should, should just be an be effort to keep an it effort fresh. to keep it fresh, an effort to talk about it. Like, yep. if nothing else, it's the the effort to say once a quarter, one, twice a year, hey, what's what's going on on the internet? What do we what do we like? What's not working? Mm -hmm. And how do we improve it? Yep. Right. So that makes a lot of sense. And I think the last thing that I wanted to touch on, and this is more of a uh, boots on the ground thing, uh, and that is, let's just take a couple minutes and talk about some of the key tools that we use when we're looking at that content that's on your existing internet or content that's on a file mm. server somewhere. Like yeah. what, what are the right tools to use? What are the methods that we should apply when we're looking at that content and determining what we need to do with it? So as it relates to intranet launches and migrations, um, that's an interesting topic. Uh, we ha there are tools available that for mostly third party. One of them is called ShareGate is the one that we traditionally use. There's some other ones out there that do it as well 
they can do a lot for you to help keep things in sync. So let's say I am trying to migrate and I do want to bring over all of the documents from a particular spot. I can set up a ShareGate migration process and migrate those documents into the new location. And I can then later on do a what they call a delta sync, right? So it's basically just going to get changes, right? And that type of thing will help tremendously for things like documents. They won't help at all for pages and news articles and like those types of things just have to be moved over. But there's a lot of tools out there that can help you assess your content. So you can pull from ShareGate, you can pull uh, uh, reports that'll tell you all the documents, all the list items, everything that who you have. Who has permission to them. Who has permission to them. Right. So you can kind of look at what your the lay of the land is currently. You can even use that after the fact. So let's say that you're looking you know, at that twice a year update, right? If you wanted to look at, hey, what's been going on? What's been mm -hmm. edited recently? You can use those tools to look at those things as well, yeah. which can be useful for, the, for even after a migration, right? So um, what I get from that tool can be something that I can use in a content inventory yep. right, as I'm evaluating everything, a rot analysis, yep. uh, which for those who don't understand it's redundant, outdated, and trivial content, right? You're trying to identify that. So stuff that can you get don't removed. need to move that stuff over and you can ultimately get rid of it. Yep. Um, so those are the types of things that, that need to happen and ShareGate is just an example of a tool that can help with that. For sure. And those are things you should be doing on a regular basis uh, no matter what, right? Like, so you should be looking at your content and saying, this is old. We don't need this anymore. Let's get rid of it. Because um, again, it goes back to if your intranet is relevant, people will have a higher tendency to use it. The other thing I was going to mention about that in particular thing, uh, usage, um, there's also some tooling and some functionality with what's now called Viva, Microsoft Viva, mm -hmm. um, which is really just SharePoint with some extra features, but that can help make it easier for people to get access. So one area is the content. So it's making sure content's relevant and up-to-date and ha is meaningful to the people, your audience. The other piece of it is making it easy for them to find it. And with some of the things coming out from Viva where you can make, set up a home site, configure home site to be part of Teams, you know, you can basically, from within Teams or one of the SharePoint mobile apps, you can basically start to get to, always get to that content that's on your intranet from everywhere all the time, mm -hmm. um, which also can be a big driver because um, it just lowers the barrier to finding that yep. stuff. So any device, anywhere, anytime. Mm -hmm. Yep, any that's the idea. Any content. That's the idea. Very good. All right. Well, I think that's all we have. Um, we want to thank everybody for joining this podcast. Yeah, it's been fun. It's a little interesting, a little different. A little interesting and different. And uh, we look forward to speaking next time. Thanks for joining us today. If you haven't already, subscribe to our show on your favorite podcasting app so you'll always be up to date on the most recent episodes. This podcast is hosted by the team members of Bulb Digital. Special thanks to Eric Veneman for our music tracks. If you have any questions for us, head to makeothersuccessful.com and you can get in touch with us there. You'll also find a lot of insightful blogs and videos to help you modernize your workplace. Thanks again for listening. We'll see you next time.